This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Let's bow our heads. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless you. We worship you because we have come again before your presence. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. That is the joy your children have come to tap this morning. And Father, you are the originator of joy. You are the owner of joy. You are the giver of joy. This morning, Lord, from your throne of grace, let that joy be overflowing Amen. upon the lives of your children. Amen. Let that be outpouring of your joy. Amen. That as they step forward after this service, from the north, joy will locate them. Amen. From the south, peace will locate them. Amen. From the west, greatness will locate them. Amen. From the east, your favor will be their portion. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. We worship you. We glorify you. So be the exalted. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. You are connected to heavenly breaking news. Proverbs 25, verse 25. Heavenly breaking news. Heavenly breaking news. Taking a message from Proverbs 25, verse 25. As cold waters to a thirsty soul, so is good news from what a far country as cold waters to a thirsty soul so is good news and the lord has been so wonderful this past week there has been tremendous good news good news that have been reviving souls good news that have been adding good news from far and near that has been promoting destinies and today there's going to be increase in that good news this week that goodness will be multiplied Amen. i prophesy this monday heavenly breaking news that will bring revival to your spirit will locate you Amen. that will bring revival to your soul will locate you Amen. that will bring revival to your bodies will locate you Amen. i prophesy heavenly breaking news that will transform you to signs and wonders Amen. i prophesy heavenly breaking news that will usher you into the floodgates of breakthroughs. Amen. If you know the Lord is talking about you, will you shout hallelujah? Alright. Look at us, look at some facts about heavenly breaking news. Facts about heavenly breaking news. Psalm 147 verse 15. Psalm 147 verse 15. Facts about heavenly breaking news. And I will read. He sendeth forth his commandment upon it. His word runneth very swiftly. God releases his commandments. And the powerful movement of that commandment that flows through his word can never be stopped, destroyed by any man or woman. Can never be countered by any power. When his commandment is upon the earth, his word moves. His word moves. And no power can counter that word. No power can stop that word from achieving the purpose why that commandment was released. He sendeth forth his commandment upon the earth. His word runneth safely. In the supernatural realm, there is nothing hidden there. Things can be hidden in the natural realm. 
in the natural realm i am limited by this wall i cannot see beyond this wall except god opens my eyes spiritually so we are in the natural world where there is limitation so we think like people in the natural world in the natural world there are impossibilities in the supernatural world there is no impossibilities so we everything we see according to our nature in the natural realm we target to what we feel because in the natural realm there are impossibilities but in the supernatural realm there are no impossibilities so when god releases his commandments in the supernatural realm the natural is bound to obey the supernatural knows that the word of god that goes for can never return vowed can never come back empty they know that the word of god must prosper but the natural realm do not know what is ordained in the supernatural realm so they are limited by fear of the unknown in the natural realm they are limited by doubt by worry and anxiety which is what is operational in the natural realm but whether you like it or not that word god has spoken to you has an appointed time of manifestation when that appointed time is due everything that has been must bow for that word to manifest but because we operate within the natural realm we do not understand that the word that has been released in the supernatural must manifest when we want to move forward we meet a brick wall we say oh it's impossible when we want to go this side before it come we say it's impossible we want to go this side we feel like we say it's impossible poverty come we say oh we can't go through this situation we cannot because what we are seeing we are seeing worry we are seeing lack we are seeing sorrow we are seeing sickness we are seeing pains so we limit ourselves but the word of god is never limited the lord spoke and said this man i will use him saw to do great things in my kingdom but in the natural realm saul was killing christians saul was killing christians the lord said this man will win five million souls for me but in the natural realm saul was killing christians this man was doing the unthinkable in the natural world but the supernatural realm the heaven said i will use this man and at a pointed time he said i must show him the great work he will do i must because god is a military man he's a military superpower he's a commander that command heaven and earth that's why he moves by commandment the ten commandment he spoke it was done he commanded is too fast because he's a commander in charge of heaven and earth so when he gives command no power can stop his commandments so when he commands there's a time it's called appointed time of manifestation no matter how powerful pharaoh was no matter how powerful pharaoh disguised himself to challenge the word of god he kept on the challenge kept on moving until the day lord said today is the day he said moses tell your children to sprinkle blood upon the windows and doors i will show this man that tonight he must release you tonight he must release you and that night pharaoh surrendered god is talking to somebody this morning that the midnight has been declared in this month that your enemies will surrender and let you go what this natural water was a disaster destruction 
tormenting them saw was what heaven had already said. I will use this man for my kingdom. I want you to understand there is somebody at the heavenly breaking is coming your way. That what the enemy has sent to destroy you will be what will God use to turn around to promote you. There is a mandatory divine commandment attached to every storm of life. Every storm of life has a neutralizer. For surely there is an end to that storm. For sure, there's an end to that situation and circumstances. For sure, there's an end to those unfavorable situation and circumstances. For sure, there's an end to your fears. For sure, there's an end to that calamity and poverty. For sure, there's an end that as long as you hold on, the expectation of the righteous, you are the righteous, your expectation of the righteous will never be cut off. As long as you hold on, that storm will be neutralized. There's a mandatory divine commandment. Ordained by God, but not seen by man. Programmed to neutralize every storm over our lives. Isaiah chapter 40 verses 4 and 5 talks about the storm of life. He said, every value shall be exalted. He God will cover that value. He said, that storm called mountains and hills. He will bring them down. He said, that storm that makes your life to be crooked. Situation to be crooked. Near social syndrome. Feel like age of breakthrough. Disappointment, the procrastination. He said, we strengthen. That storm, called rough world of life, rough places, he said, he will make it plain. When he breaks through that storm, then his glory will not be revealed. It is this divine commandments that makes values to be covered. Mountains to be brought down. Crooked places to be strengthened and rough places to be made plain. It is this divine commandment that neutralizes the impossibilities we see in life. And activates the glory to be revealed over our lives. In the supernatural realm, there is no impossibilities. But in the natural realm, we need to see with the eyes of faith to break through from these impossibilities to the realm of possibilities. In Acts chapter 9, come with me to the book of Acts chapter 9. There is no situation that is greater than God. Even if they are greater than you, they are not greater than your God. Acts chapter 9, verse 6 and 16. You see, and here, trembling, Acts chapter 9, verse 6, and astonished, said, Lord, what would thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told you what thou must, must do. You must obey my word. It shall be told thee, if you want to be alive, you must do this. There is a divine commandment that has been issued to your enemies. What they must do. Because they, whether they like it or not, they must let you go. No matter what saw displayed, terror, destruction, there was a commandment attached that one day you must, you must bow. That situation you are going through in life, there is a divine commandment attached to that situation. Because no matter how long the night is, there must be morning. A divine commandment that that situation must bow. Verse 16. For I will show him how great things he must. I will show this man, Saul, the great things he must suffer for my name's sake. No matter what you are going through, there's a divine commandment attached to that storm. 
there is a divine commandment that that storm must obey the word of God at the appointed time. There was already a mandatory commandment in heaven that Saul must bow one day. It was simply a question of time. And immediately appointed time came, he bowed. And he said, Lord, what will you have me do for you? What do you want me to do? Just tell me. I can't argue. I've seen that you are the ultimate God. The almighty God. The only living God. What will you have me do? They call them powers. But there is the only one power. The power of the almighty God. Because once he sneezes, every other power catches cold. So was a terror in the natural realm. But in the supernatural realm, his case was already decided. The case of your enemies already decided in the supernatural realm. The end of that storm is already decided in the supernatural realm. What you just need to hold on to is to hold on to the word of faith for that appointed time. Faith is the life jacket. In that ocean you are floating, faith is a life jacket. In the ocean of life, faith is the life jacket. As long as that life jacket is on you, you won't die. You keep on floating until help comes your way. Faith is the life jacket that does not allow that storm to consume you. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of Lord will lift up a standard. It is that faith that makes you to hang on. It is that faith that makes you to hang on. No matter the situation, it makes you to hang on. The moment you drop that life jacket, you are gone. You disappear in that sea. Nobody will see you again. But as long as you hold on to life jackets, the helicopters that have carrying the rescue people, they will sight you. The host of heaven will sight you. As long as that life jacket of faith is still on your neck. The host of heaven, the angels of God, yes, he's there. He's still hanging on. He's still hanging on. He's still hanging on. He's still hanging on. He's still... Salvation will locate you. Yes. Somebody this morning, you must wear onto that life jacket. Your case is already determined supernaturally. What is happening in the natural is just a playoff. Everything about you, a drama that has been acted in the supernatural. What is just happening is the playoff of that drama. It has already been concluded. Before Job went into that situation, the Lord had discovered with Satan about Job. He had been played, the master script had been played up in heaven. And God already knew that Job can never succumb to the devil. What happened on it was just the script. They played it out. That is what is playing out on earth. Whether you're a success, heaven had already decreed and given a commandment that you are a success on this journey of life. Yeah. At times, when the enemy comes north, south, east, or west, it's like, oh, I'm finished. What he wants you to see, I'm finished. What you need to hold on to is that life jacket called faith. As long as you hold on to that life jacket called faith, you have heavenly breaking news will never pass you by. In the natural realm, Saul was a terror, a murderer. The bad news, bad news to Christian faiths who lived in bondage and fear of Saul. Even when God had arrested Saul, his fear was still prevailing until God intervened. Many children of God are still, as I speak, carrying the bondage of fear. Many of them are still 
carrying that bondage of anxiety, that bondage of confusion, that bondage of worry, bondage of lack, calamity, without coming to terms that God's commandment has neutralized these evil loads. I bring you good news this morning under divine unction that your fears of yesterday, your worry, your anxiety, and confusion, pains, and lack of yesterday will usher in heavenly breaking news of peace. Heavenly breaking news of success. Heavenly breaking news of victory. If an agreement, shout hallelujah. For every storm of life, there is a divine commandment ordained to neutralize sin. Before the storm, what do we see? Impossibilities. What do we see? Impossibilities. We can't handle it. What do we see? Oh, calamity everywhere. What do we see? Disaster. What do we see? Pain, sicknesses, threat to our lives, sorrow, lack, delay, disappointment, poverty, despise, mock rejection. What do we see? In the midst of that storm, what do you see? What you see in the midst of the storm determines what comes your way. What you see in the midst of that storm determines what comes your way. You see your God as God that can never scare you through. Then, so be it. The Lord will just remain where he is and allow you to fight for yourself. But if you see yourself as God, an awesome God that is able to bring out of that situation, he moves for you. God works for you based on the level where you place him. If you place him as nobody, he becomes nobody unto you. If you place him at this level, that, he remains there. If you place him at this level, he remains there. But if you place him as an unlimited God, he appears as an unlimited God unto you. As nobody, then that is who he will be. Oh, this is my problem. Oh, this is my situation. This is my sickness. This is my headache. This is my poverty. This is my business. Then he becomes yours, that problem. You, say, oh, you see this situation over my business, my life, my health. I've already committed into the hands of the Lord. I refuse to allow the devil place me where he wants to keep me. And then God will arise as your God. In the midst of that storm, what do you see? In the midst of the storm, what did Peter see? Peter saw Christ. Are you seeing Christ in the midst of that storm? I don't know what to do. I don't know. Are you going to do something you're not supposed to do out of confusion and anxiety? Mm-mm. Be calm in the midst of that storm. <laughs> Be calm in the midst of that storm. God is not out of confusion. If your mind is too busy, God will not speak to you. Because the devil has hijacked your mind. Confusion, panic, fear. He has hijacked your mind. God will never speak to you. Because the devil is already in position in your heart. That's why I say keep the heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. In the midst of that storm, be calm. If you are calm, you see clearly spiritually you will hear clearly spiritually you will see jesus christ in the midst of that storm if you are calm in the midst of that storm peter saw jesus before the storm what did peter see he saw death he said oh we are going to be drowned we are going to die that's what they saw they were jesus this storm was transformed to signs and wonders for peter when he saw jesus he realized that the storm had disappeared. When he saw Jesus, the storm just disappeared. <laughs> when he saw Jesus, that storm transformed to highway and Peter began to walk on the water. <laughs> the same storm turned to highway. Peter began to walk on, on the water as he was walking on the normal ground. If Peter had focused on Jesus, he would have walked on that highway onto the land. 
he will have continued walking until the natural land. Immediately he lost focus. He lost focus. There are two messages there. Being focused and losing focus in that thing. Immediately he lost focus. The storm came again. We need peace of mind in every storm. We need Jesus for every storm of our lives to be neutralized. We need Jesus for that worry, that anxiety, confusion, that fear to be transformed to signs and wonders. And that is why we must allow the great Okaka to carry the cross for us. Every storm over your life will be transformed to signs and wonders. You'll be a mystery to your enemies. You are coming out stronger. You are coming out revived. You are coming out an overcomer. You are coming out more than conqueror. If you are the one the Lord is talking about, will you shout hallelujah? The Okaka God. The one that rules in heaven. He said, there is no God that is contesting the leadership of heaven with you. In earth, he rules, He reigns. He owns the earth. The earth is not the fullness thereof. Why would the earth not obey him when his commandment is upon the earth? And that's why that situation, that storm over your life must bow. Number two. Psalm 62 verse 11. God has spoken once and twice have I heard it that all power belongs to God. He said all power. He didn't say some. All power. All power belongs to God. He didn't say that power belongs to the marine which have occurred to water. He didn't say it belongs to that family strong man or strong man. He didn't say that it belongs to that aquatic food. He didn't say it belongs to that mama spirit. No, 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 no. He said all, he didn't say some power. He said all powers belong to him. Your circumstances and situation do not have the finance over your life because all power belongs to God. All power belongs to God. Zechariah chapter 3. He has a final say. He has a final say. He has a final say. All power belongs to him. Moses disobeyed God and the devil came to carry his body when he died. God said, No, I have overruled. Even though he disobeyed me, he's coming home to me. The devil came to contest for his body. I said, no, you can't. Because all power belongs to me, God. Zechariah chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. And he showed me Joshua the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and sat and standing at his right hand to resist him. The Joshua was standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan said, no, this man you cannot enter the kingdom. You can't. Why was the devil challenging Joshua, the high priest? And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that had chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? I have refined this one with fire, even though he's wearing filthy distance. What did the Lord do? Now Joshua was clothed with what? Filthy garments and stood before the angel. You were wearing filthy garments. That was why Satan was there resisting. The Lord said, I have refined this one with fire. What you say about this priest, about this my son, about this my daughter, doesn't make any meaning before me. I have the final say. Four, and a commander spoke unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thy iniquity to pass from thee, and I have clothed thee with change of raiment. 
God automatically removed that future garment and gave him a new garment. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If God says that this envelope is white and it is black in your sight, because he cannot lie, it might be black physically, naturally. But if God says it is white, automatically God will cause that black envelope to transform to white. Yes, sir. That's why I say, let the weak say I am what? Strong. Because your confession, when they walk in agreement with God, divine healing takes place. Things begin to work. If you say this thing is white, and somebody says but it's black, it's black. He causes immediately his word to transform that thing to white because he created all things. He created all colors. He created heaven and earth. He created laws of nature. So he can transform his world to achieve what he wants to achieve because God is not a man that he should lie. Man can lie but God cannot lie because his name must be glorified. He said Joshua is a firebrand. David was saying, but look at you think I mean, man. He said Joshua is my person. David was saying, but hmm, let me see what you're doing now. He said, remove that physical and transform to a new garment. Your situations and circumstances do not have the final soul over your life. Only the Lord has the final say. Joshua the high priest was clothed with filthy garments, filthy racks of foundational problems, filthy garments of iniquity, generational causes, filthy garments of weaknesses, favor family pattern, challenges, unfavorable situations, weaknesses, shortcomings. But when the accuser came forth, the Lord overruled. Why? Because he alone has a final say. I prophesied this day that every unfavorable situation, ancestral forces that the devil has planted to hinder your heavenly breaking news must be put by fire and by force. Must be put by fire and by force. Must be put by fire and by force. In Jesus' name. Number three. Our unfavorable situation and circumstances are raw materials that heaven needs to activate our heavenly breaking news. There are raw materials that heaven needs to activate our heavenly breaking news. Our unfavorable situation and circumstances, the situations we go through in life are raw materials that heaven needs to activate our heavenly breaking news. But surely as an end, the expectation of the righteous will never be cut off. The devil projects issues to steal, to kill, and destroy one. That is his commission. The devil coming to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Our worries, anxiety, confusion, panic, fear, doubt, pains shouldn't be channeled negatively. It shouldn't be channeled negatively. But it must be channeled through faith as raw materials for activation of our heavenly breaking news. Our issues shouldn't be channeled negatively. They should be channeled through faith. Yes, as human beings, we are flesh and blood. We're open to worries. We're open to anxieties. We're open. Yes, we have emotion. But we must not dwell in that realm. Once we are confronted with such situations, we must immediately obey the word of God. As written in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11. It says, put on the whole armor of what? Of God. The armor of faith. Put it on. Carry your battle equipment. Carry your gun. Once you sight enemies, carry your gun. Defend yourself. A soldier could be relaxing. A military man will be relaxing. He starts an enemy immediately he goes for his gun. When you sight this enemy, enemy is a strong man. Warrior is a strong man. Fear is a strong man and stronghold. 
poverty, lack. They are strong man and stronghold. The devil uses. When you sight them, go for your weapon of defense, armor of faith. Put on the whole armor of God. Armor of God is the armor of faith. Why? So that we may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. What are the wise of the devil? These unfavorable situations and circumstances of life. The worries, the pains we go through in life. The calamity. The stress called lack, setback, stagnation. The stress called poverty, demotion, the This stress called despise, mockery, rejections. These are the things the enemy is using to torment people. Once we sight this enemy, we go for our weapon of defense. A soldier goes for his weapon immediately. A policeman goes for a woman immediately, he sights trouble. Once we sight trouble, we go for the armor. Our armor is for defense and for offensive. Once inability to stand by faith, our inability to stand by faith empowers the devil to seek and destroy. However, our ability to transform sin to faith empowers the intervention of our heavenly breaking news. If you sight the enemy called fear, unbelief, and doubt, if you sight the enemy called worry, anxiety, panic, that enemy called lack, disaster, called death, called sicknesses. What do you do? What do you do? Oh, my father went through this situation. My mother, oh, it's in my family, my brother. Mm-mm. It's not in your family. If it's your family, you're a chosen generation. You're not supposed to walk through that same thing that held your ancestors bound. Go to hospital. It is your ancestor, your grandfather. Your fa- did, they, did they have the same symptom? Oh, yes, it is in you. You speak in your mind. Mm-mm. It is not in me. Because the word of God says, I'm a choosing generation. I'm a holy nation, a peculiar person. I'm born again. I have a new foundation standing in Christ. That thing, wherever you're coming from, go back home. They say, this system, is that, is that what you're seeing? That is what the doctor is seeing. He doesn't see the other one you're seeing. In your mind, I reject that. It's not my portion. I'm a new creature in the Lord. The word of God said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, a new creature. Father, I'm a new creature. That thing that followed my parents will not follow me. That is what he expected. You put a wedge between you and that thing. Keep on confessing. Keep on confessing. Keep on confessing. Because God does not lie. One day that thing will disappear. Don't go and become physical and fanatical. The Lord is good. What does our faith do? Our faith transforms these things. It becomes heavily breaking news. Yes, you are in the world. At times, fear could come. Unbelief will come. That will, yes, it's normal. Your mind will shake. But don't dwell there. When it comes, hold on to the Lord. Hold on to the Lord. And you see how we take you out of that situation. Joseph went through all those things. And through faith, he inherited God's purpose for him. He went through it. Psalm 22 verse 1 said, My father, my father, why had that what? Forsaken me. But God didn't forsake him. It was the situation that made him to shout that God has forsaken me. But God did it. David went through all this situation and through faith inherited God's purpose for him. By reason of heavenly breaking news, issues programmed to bring you down in life will turn around to promote you. That pain and anxiety, whatever they call fear the devil has programmed in your life must turn around to promote and bless you. Enemy programs it to destroy. But God turns it around for good. He said, all things work together for what? Good. For them who are the called according to his purpose. Those who believe in him, all things work together. Ten brothers hated Joseph, plotted evil against him, destroyed, believed they had destroyed his destiny. God picked up that hatred, released, 
picked up the destruction they released against him and God transformed it using as raw material. Ten brothers hated him, but he made the world to love Joseph. The heart of the king. Once king finds favor in you, everybody finds favor with you. Ten brothers rejected Joseph, despised him. The Lord picked it as raw materials and made the world accept Joseph. They denied him their father's inheritance. Let us see how he even get one kubo by the time we came. him. God used it, transformed him, and gave him worldwide inheritance. He said, we should buy We are trampled upon him. He will never raise his shoulder again. God picked it, transformed it, used of raw material, and made the world to bow before him. Including those that said they would never bow. Why am I the one passing through this situation? Why am I the one passing? Why me? Why me? Why me? If not you, who is supposed to be the one going? Yet you won't break through and testimonies. You won't go to make you to be like A and B and C. And you expect God to do it for you through licking ice cream. As I thought, I've not refined you with silver and gold, but through the furnace of affliction. For you to get to that place, God has to season you. You have to be seasoned with affliction. You have to go, go through unfavorable situations and circumstances. Because if you give somebody who does not know the value of money, money, the money will rule over that person. So you can't just be that person. God says he wants you to be on a platter of gold. Go and read the Bible. Abraham suffered. Isaac suffered. Jacob suffered. Joseph suffered. David suffered. Moses, all of them suffered. They went through life-threatening situations. Look at Paul. All of them. David ran for this. David did not see food. He entered the church and took communion bread. He was not supposed to eat because there was no food. Are you the first one that have gone hungry? That God will become a liar. I prophesy that heavenly breaking news of automatic promotion will locate you. Spiritual promotion is coming your way. Financial promotion is coming your way. Marital promotion is coming your way. All round promotion will locate you this month. In agreement, shout hallelujah. Number four, there are times that God might not need your faith to manifest your heavenly breaking news. There are times he might not need your faith. Why? He just needs to do it to glorify his name. Because he's not a man that he should lie. No, the son he should repent. Genesis chapter 18. He does it because he has to redeem his name. I said, there are times he doesn't need your faith. But he decides the occasion that he has to do that, not you. Genesis chapter 18, 9 to 15. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah had it in the tender which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and were stricken in age. And he ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within himself, saying, After I am was old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord, being old also. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a shorty be a child, which am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but that didest laugh. But because Abraham was a career or God confident program on earth, 
God overruled that doubt. There are people God has chosen for common projects on earth. So even where they are, he has a way of still tolerating them. So that what he had declared he wants to do will still manifest. Although Sarah doubted, dwelt in doubt, the Lord still manifested Isaac for his holy name and glory because God cannot lie. If God had looked at Sarah's doubt, it would have hindered Isaac from coming and would have altered God's salvation for mankind. So his message prevailed. How? Genesis 18, 16 to 19. 18, 16 to 19. And the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom and Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the word of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. This, even though she doubted, the Lord said, We will still use this man. He was already talking about Abraham's offspring. He was already talking about the generation about after Abraham. The Lord overrules Sarah's doubts because he knew that Abraham's generation will serve him in spirit and in truth. He sees the end from the beginning. Now when he saw Esau, he saw Esau ahead. He saw Jacob, he said, Jacob, I love. Before they were born, the Lord will tell you about the end of a matter before even you start that matter. He tells you the end. He knows you are a success. He knows you are an overcomer. He knows you are more than conqueror. He knows he has reserved that seat of victory for you. Don't deny yourself that blessing. Don't allow fear and believe and doubt. Don't allow that storm of life. He knows what he has put in you because he cannot lie. There are many blessings we are enjoying not because we deserve those blessings. They are simply because God wants to bless us. And glorify his holy name. He said, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. There are situations and circumstances we cannot handle. And that's why he has made provision for us to approach him. He said, come boldly unto the throne of grace. He has made the provision for us to approach him. For his mercies. For his grace. Why? So that we can obtain his grace misses to help us overcome these issues we cannot deal with ourselves. We come before him and say, we cannot handle this thing, but we know you can handle it on our behalf. Father, help us. And you just see this situation. One day you just realize that this situation is no longer, those situations are no longer there. Because you have recognized that you cannot help yourself except him. That's why this morning I ask the message of God. Karakomahaya. I ask again for his message. I ask again the mercies of God to prevail over our fears. To prevail over our unbelief. To prevail over our doubts. To prevail over our anxiety. To prevail over our worries. To prevail over our sorrows. Mm. I'm going to ask him for mercies in all areas we have blown it. For that fear, we need to ask him for mercy. That lie, we believe that he cannot handle that situation for us. That doubt, the only part in our heart that made us not to hold on to that life jacket of faith. Let's ask for mercy. He said, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercies. Obtain grace to help in time of need. Mm-hmm. 
Father, this morning I pray for your mercies to manifest our heavenly breaking news. Amen. I pray, God, Lord, by reason of this message, I pray for your grace to manifest our heavenly breaking news. Amen. I pray for your love, Lord, to manifest our, our heavenly breaking news. Amen. I pray for your compassion, Lord. To manifest of our heavenly breaking news. Amen. We ask for your total mercy. All our mercy. Amazing mercy. Merciful mercy. Father, give us a special touch. We ask for your special touch, Father. Through this service, Lord. Let your touch refine us. Let your special touch make us whole. Let your special touch redeem us. Let your special touch savage us. And make us who you want to be. That our life jacket of faith will never depart from us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Because we know there will be multiplication in heavenly breaking news this week. Amen. That all our members will begin to testify Amen. one by one. Amen. Double, double. Amen. Triple, triple testimonies. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, I profess that what belongs to your children will never pass them by. I confirm speedy manifestation Amen. of your blessings. Amen. I decree confirmation of your blessings. Amen. I decree speed manifestation of your words, Amen. your prophecies Amen. upon their lives. Amen. That the words that have gone forth this morning will bring forth turnaround in their lives. Amen. There will be automatic promotions. Amen. There will be automatic recognitions. Amen. There are automatic connections. Amen. Automatic blessings. All round blessings. Amen. Good news will locate them. Heavenly good news will be their portion. Amen. Whatever the enemy has programmed to destroy them, will turn around to promote them. Amen. Father, we bless you. We worship you. We glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awoni Yelemo Street, Ajao Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or regiaradio.com. For prayer and counseling, please call plus 234-703-668-7445. May God richly bless you.